0: listening to Treasure of the Month, opening up the treasures of Lichfield Cathedral for all who'd like to learn a little bit more about this treasure of a place. With me, Gregory Platten, the Canon Chancellor. Morning, Claire. It's really good to be with you today. Um, I'm here with Claire Townsend, who is the librarian at Litchfield Cathedral. Can you tell us, Claire, a little bit about what being librarian at Lichfield Cathedral entails?
1: It's basically about caring for the library um, collection. We have uh, quite a magnificent um, collection of uh, of books and manuscripts. I work with quite a few volunteers and this involves um, doing basic repairs and, and stuff like that. Um, but we welcome research visits from students and uh, academics who are writing books and PhD students, and I get quite a lot of inquiries. So um, much of my time is spent in dealing with uh, people asking for information. So it's quite a varied job, uh, and it's, it's 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 quite a fulfilling job as well.
0: It's quite it's quite, I and mean, in a way, it's a very varied collection, isn't it? I mean, everyone always thinks of the Chad Gospels as if that's the only thing that really the library is there to support. But there's a huge range, isn't there? Can you give us a couple of other? Just just brief ones that you love uh, in the in the library.
1: Yes, well the most um, the most famous um, item we have, of course, is the um, Chaucer. We have a, a copy of Chaucer's Canterbury Tales, um, and we've got that mainly because um, it became it was part of the Somerset bequest that we received from the Duchess of Somerset in 1673 uh, when she died, and we were lucky to have um, the gift. Of her late husband's library, and so a lot of our most um, treasured items uh, are from his library. Such as we've got map books, um we've got uh, books in French and, and other languages. Um, so it's really quite a diverse um, collection. And 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 really, if I was to try and sum up the library, uh, the basis of the library is yes, we've got lots of we've got lots of Bibles, um, as you might imagine, but it is really um, uh, a 17th century aristocratic library and the basis of that is and it, and it covers the kind of interests of aristocrats in the 17th century
0: which makes it even more interesting now but today we've actually got you out of the library haven't you claire and, and i wanted <laughs> to we're going to talk about the uh, tantony bell am i saying that correctly
1: yes i think so <laughs> Well, the Tantany Bell is is really the service bell that um, you'll you'll hear if you're in the city centre and you, you're near the cathedral. You'll hear it, and it rings for about five minutes before the start of service. And the most likely time you'll hear it is that is between about 12:25 and 12:30 for the midday Eucharist. And basically, as you as you well know, it's about calling people to church. Um, it's actually our oldest bell and has been ringing out over the city centre for over 350 years, which is quite interesting and um, i like to think it's a it's a lovely continuity from the past and a real link with generations of people who've gone before who've heard it um and and gone to the cathedral
0: it's got kind of a funny name though why is it called the tantany bell
1: well it's the only um bell that's visible from the outside so it's a little bit different um and it's it's actually on the south side of the central tower and if you look up um, you'll see it um, just sort of hanging there in the window opening. It's not very really easy to see, but you will you will see if you if you just take a little bit of time and have a look for it. The name Tantony is derived from Saint Anthony of Egypt. Um, he was a popular saint in the Middle Ages, um, regarded um, as a patriarch of monks and uh, and a healer. And he's left his name his trace really on English language um, through the word Tantony. And really what that just means is it's it's a diminutive applied to the smallest bell in the peel. Oh, and it's our small, it's our smallest bell. Uh, it's a lot smaller than the um, than any of the, the 10 bells in South tar um, it's about 47 centimetres um, in diameter at the widest point. And we've had a recent estimate, and it weighs about 75 kilograms. So it's quite for the church bell, it's quite small.
0: Yeah, no, it is quite small. I mean, that sounds pretty heavy to me. I've learnt two things. I, I didn't know that it was named after St Anthony, and I didn't either know uh, that it was in the window there. So I'll have a little peek through as I, I next go past it. Well, I was
1: just going to say that the, um, I never knew it was called a Tantony bell, and I know people used to call it a ting-tang. I thought it was a ting-tang, um, and I've learned about a Tantony bell as well. It's something that I didn't know about either.
0: It's great. No, I, it's, it's, it's almost worth a sermon, in that. <laughs> But it's not the only mystery. <laughs> is it? It's a bit of a mysterious bell.
1: No, it is, it is a bit of a mystery because, first of all, nobody really knows who made it. Well, nobody knows who made it. Um, there's a plain cross or possibly it might even just be a, mar- uh, a founder's mark on the side. And there's um, an unintelligible Gothic inscription um, on one side of three words. And the inscription is what's called black letter. Um, and this was a type, a bit like a font, uh, type font, um, and it was it was a it was a typeface, if you like, that was used in the fifteenth century. So we think that, that the actual bell is a late fifteenth century date. And there's um, there's a book called Dove's Guide for Church Bell Ringers, and that gives gives details of all rings of bells in the country. And in there, it lists the date as about fifteen hundred.
0: So it's quite an old bell. That's amazing to um, think it's been ringing out for that not- length of time
1: yeah it's 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 fantastic really um but really we just don't know anything about it i know there have been talks about various origin but it is probably a secular bell it was probably a secular bell and been um repurposed but even that we don't have any firm evidence for
0: and it makes a lovely uh, sort of cheerful chirpy noise but it's not really the happiest or the healthiest of bells at the moment is it can you tell us why
1: <laughs> well no it isn't because it requires some serious conservation repair And um, if this is where I might get a little bit technical here, I'll try and bear with me and I'll try and explain what I mean. But first of all, part of the crown, and that's the top of the bell, has what looks like a crack, which is pretty serious. Although it could just as easily be a casting mark. Old bells often have casting marks on them. This this crown um, also allows the bell to be strapped to what's called the headstock. And in old bells, this is a piece of wood um, from which the bell hangs and allows it to actually swing in its frame. So it's quite technical really. The other thing is that the sound, the sound bow or the, rather the rim of the bell is heavily indented because um, it's been struck by uh, the clapper for the last 350 years and so it does actually cause cause wear. We can see that it has been quarter turned in the past but and it needs a further eighth of a turn just to um, Allow um, the clapper to strike um, a different part of the the bell, and that'll that'll improve the sound um, of the actual of the actual tone of the bell. Um, the bell itself is also loose in its headstock, and the whole thing is loose in the frame. Ooh. So it, it really does need some serious attention and TLC.
0: I think if I'd been hung outside the cathedral tower for 300 years and struck <laughs> with a <the>, struck <laughs> yeah. with a heavy mallet, I'd probably feel the same. And actually. You know it is probably uh, i mean as it's what, what, one of our 11 bells isn't it but it's probably the most used of all the bells isn't it in terms of wear and turn oh,
1: yes yes because it's used every day and it's been you know it's been it's been sitting there in that position for about 350 years uh in all weathers effectively so yeah. it's not surprising it's looking a bit sad
0: and interestingly um at the moment we're in the middle as we all know of the pandemic and one yeah. of the things you've been asked to do is to ring the bell at six o'clock every day as part of a national wave of prayer. So actually, right. getting even more aware. Yeah. What's rather lovely is it's a really central part of our life and worship. And um, yes, I,
1: yeah. and I like the idea that it's been um it's been ringing. That sound that we hear today is the exact well, not quite the same because obviously it's worn, but it's the same sound that was heard you know, 350 years ago.
0: And uh, before, if you'd excuse the pun, we ring off, Claire. I think yeah. you, uh, not only are you, are you the librarian, you also have uh, uh, a relative or a, uh, a husband who's also very interested, is he not, in campanology? <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, well, uh, yes, my husband is a, a bell ringer. Um, but I'm a, I am a bell ringer myself, although I don't actually ring very often. And of course, with the pandemic, we haven't been able to ring bells at all. Um, and I know a lot of my, some of my friends who are bellers, uh are really champing at the bit. And I know Jonathan's really keen to get back into things. Um, yes, because it's one of those other oh things, yes. isn't it?
0: Because of the social distancing, you can't actually have too many people in a small space together, even though, no. uh, from all I can see from the ground, the, uh, the belfry of Lichfield Cathedral looks pretty well uh, ventilated to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it is, it is. And uh, we're very lucky, actually, at Lichfield, that we... We have a very fine ring of 10 bells um and uh they are they are quite magnificent bells sounding bells obviously that's in the that's in the um uh, opinion of bell ringers. but if you know if they're struck if they're struck well then they do make a glorious sound
0: and somebody once told me that i think the peals of bells that we have in england are unique to england and in fact um that whole tradition of of chain ringing isn't change ringing is in fact a share a, completely english it is it's
1: it yeah it is it's a very english thing um there are peals of bells uh, in other parts of the world uh, um i'm not very familiar with where they are but i know there are bells in australia uh, the united states um, and, and no doubt elsewhere but it is peculiarly uh, an english thing change ringing is 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 very unique uh, and there are thousands of peals of bells in this country.
0: Thank you, Claire. If you want to find out more about the bells, Claire has written the uh, blog that appears on the Treasure of the Month here on the website. So if you click on our website on the front page, it'll take you straight to that. And we'll be hearing from Claire, no doubt, again later in the year on other uh, treasures as we go through the year. I'm hoping to put up a list of those as we go on for the next couple of months. This is still a bit of a new uh, novelty for us. Uh, but as we go along, we hope to have a bit of a structure to it and you'll be able to access the ones uh, past and the ones that are coming up. You'll be able to mark in your diary to listen to. Thank you so much, Claire. It's been brilliant to speak to you on Treasure of the Month yeah. and we'll speak to you again soon. Yes, thanks. And so as we bid you farewell from this Treasure of the Month, you can just hear the Tantaly bell now ringing its peal out for evening prayer, which you can join us for any time online. So do take care.